You are listening to SportsOverTime.com. Your blood, our sweat, your tears. <laughs> no, that's not it. You are listening to SportsOverTime.com, where the clock doesn't matter. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. Santana. This is driving me crazy. They're giving me all sorts of signs out here. I, I, I got to do something. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. But Sean's coming in, so he can tell us anyways. What's, well, what's, it's not really. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's for the next break. It's for the next break. It's yeah. for the next break? I'll tell, I'll tell you what it was. We, all right. All right. Yeah. Short segment, yeah, we'll do it like a real short yeah, we, like three-minute segment. We got, we got to buy time for our special guest to come back. Oh, we got another special guest? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, big meeting. <laughs> big meeting with the boss. Oh, I like that. It's a program director meeting, all right? You guys may not be privy to that. Huh. Welcome to the Weekly Sports Drop. I am your host, Chad Santana. In studio with Robbie Campbell waiting on our another special guest coming in in just a few moments we are on the campus of Miami Media School here in Mary Brickle we got an awesome show today guys awesome show thanks for everybody that's tuning in special guest we've got Ethan Skolnick coming on later at at the uh, 6 30 at the uh, half hour I guess 6 30 and we also have big O Orlando Alzagiri from 560 WQAM coming on at about 7 15 so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about with them we've got NBA playoffs we got the Miami Heat big game big win a couple days ago by the Miami Heat nice job we're also going to talk some baseball with big O because I know he loves to talk baseball he just doesn't get to talk baseball too much and obviously the the NFL draft is literally eight a days week and one day right so officially eight days away now there, there is a precarious scenario roaming around here especially with you know game six if it goes to a game six right of the heat and 76ers is that Thursday and you have the NFL draft on at that time also I'm panicking I don't know if I could do both at the same time well I'm gonna be watching both if it does if it comes down to it I'm gonna be watching both but my, my attention is going to be completely divided and split, and I wish I had the draft all to itself, and the NBA should know better. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the NBA draft. You're a fan of the Miami Heat, right? I know you like to see what other players do, but do you really need to watch it? Of course I do. Why? Why do you need to watch it's it? Crazy. It's crazy. It's how much? Been, we've been how, talking about how much for fun seven straight months. Okay, but how much fun is it to – I'd rather be watching the Heat game, though, because the Heat game is actual I'm action. It's live action, whereas the NBA dra- – I'm sorry, the NFL draft. It's live you, action. You get to see the guys in suits walk up, take a picture of Roger Goodell. They talk about their height, their weight, their skills, their stats, yada, yada, yada. But the chaos Fantastic. behind the draft. Their family. Trading uh, up. You know, who, who – the, who, the yeah, you can keep up with all of that on Twitter, man. On Twitter, it'll be all there. I'm going to watch both. I, 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 there's right. ways to watch two screens. You saw me. I'm only saying that I'm trying to play devil's advocate here because I'd rather be watching the Heat game is what I'm saying. You know, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give you a reason why you should be watching the Heat game instead of the NFL draft. Because it's a Heat game. We're local. We're rooting for the Heat. This is a hell of a draft. This is going to be a hell of, 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 uh, of a series with, uh, with Philadelphia. You see, we've been talking about this draft since whenever the Dolphins season went around, like early November, maybe late October. All right, 
where the Dolphins are going to pick in the draft. We've been talking about this for six, seven straight months. And the buildup is finally here. And all of a sudden, there's a, there's a heat playoff game. Like, we've been building this. The buildup has just been so much. And we can't not wait for this draft. We had to sit through the combine. We had to sit through uh, the senior bowl. We, we were just so much analysis. And now this moment's finally here. The and moment is here. And a conflict. What conflict? What conflict? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The Dolphins are right now. The Dolphins are picking. Put it this 11. way: when the Heat don't, when the Heat don't play on the night of the draft, and there's another NBA game on, I have no idea what's going on in the NBA game. I have zero clue what the score. I'm not even looking to check the score. I, I'm just so locked in and focused on the draft and both the NFL Network broadcast and the ESPN broadcast. And now I have a Fox one too, but I think Fox is simulcasting NFL Network. So, uh, well, here's coverage. the thing, right? Saturday is. Saturday is the third day of the NFL third draft, day. right? Will you be Will you be watching the third day in the NFL draft, or are you going to be watching the uh, the Heat well, game well, at two thirty? Or do they coincide, or is it two completely different? No, times? no. Well, no. Okay. Well, that will this Saturday the Heat play at two thirty. The following Saturday is when the draft is for that third round, for that third that third day. That would be if it goes to a game seven. The draft. The, the, oh, right. Yeah, I'm thinking about the draft. The draft will be well over by before the game seven starts. Okay. All right. On Saturday, day okay. two. But I remember, you know, remember that Dwayne Wade game that uh, the the uh, well, he had a great game the other day. But do you remember that game against Charlotte against Purple Shirt? That's game six. Yeah, of course. Of course that was a Friday. That was the Friday night of the draft. It wasn't Thursday. So it was the second day, day two. It was day two. Okay. And that was an eight o'clock tip off. And that day, the draft started earlier. It started like at 6 or maybe even 7. So that one, it worked like almost perfectly. Like, okay, you could squeeze NBA playoffs on day 2 and day 3. But on day 1 of the NFL draft, the most important round, it's just tough to watch a playoff, NBA playoff game. Now, I'm going to watch the Heat because the Heat are in it. I'm going to watch. I'm going to do watch both screens if it gets to a game 6. But it's just like, look at the ratings. The, ra- the draft crushes, crushes the NBA that day in playoffs. Crushes. It's not even close. Well, will it crush it here? Or you think more people are going to be watching the the uh, the Heat? Well, it, well, the draft's going to be at eight. What are you most excited about seeing? Because what I'm most excited about seeing is uh, where all these quarterbacks fall. That's 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 to me is is the biggest thing. What the Dolphins because, do? We were talking because about then what happens if one of the quarterbacks falls to eleven? Are the Dolphins going to take them? That's that's the right. That's, I want to ask Big O about yeah, that. Yeah, I think I think we definitely will ask Big O about that. We're also going to get into baseball with him because I know that uh, he's a big baseball guy, you know, and he doesn't get to talk about it too much. Well, and even if he does, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about baseball too much. I do. I love baseball as we all know already all right and with ethan we'll talk miami heat you know i mean is there anybody better to talk about the heat than to talk about uh than to talk with uh, with ethan Ethan. yeah we miss hearing from ethan too so and when we come back we are going to hopefully have special guest alana in the studio alana alfonso will be here with us she will shoot the breeze and uh, we'll get into some some sports talk with her as well so stay tuned keep it locked It's all yours. Just keep it right here. Hey, this is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right. East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best in Bahamian food, salad. 
oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome, behaving food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best behaving music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami. It all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturdays. Stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cups, hot salad, lobster. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down. East of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the sports. Brothers Radio. Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please, drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma. But we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting DISASTER to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. We are back here on the weekly sports job and everybody has left me in the studio. I'm here all by myself while Robbie went to go get Alana. They're climbing up the stairs now or climbing up the elevator, which literally takes about five minutes just to come down three, uh, three flights. 
So I don't know when they're going to get back. Hopefully they get back soon. I don't want to do this by myself. I can't do this by myself. At 6.30, we've got Ethan Skolnick coming on, former uh, former Miami Heat and Miami Dolphins columnist who has a really, really awesome podcast right now. And uh, we'll get into that with him a little bit when he comes on at 6.30. And then also at 7.15, I've got Big O Orlando Alzagiri coming on, which I totally butchered his... Uh, totally butchered his twitter handle so i'm gonna have to do something about that now when we uh when we go back on break i'm gonna have to put something back on for him there and uh try not to butcher his uh try not to butcher his his name again but uh we'll have some really good stuff we'll talk dolphins we'll talk uh, nfl draft with him we'll also talk some major league baseball with ethan we'll get into the heat playoffs which i think is important i think there's nobody better to talk to than ethan about all this stuff and, uh, and also maybe uh, get into his podcast a little bit, what, what, what it's all about. Me, I'm excited this weekend for Heat, Heat Basketball, baby. Tomorrow, tip-off is, I believe it's a 7 o'clock game, game three. Last, uh, last game, game two, was a really, really fun game to watch. I didn't get up from my chair unless it was halftime, and I only went to the bathroom and came right back. I was like, I'm not going to miss one single minute of this game. Dwayne Wade... Look like uh, Father Prime, right? That's what they call him, Father Prime. He gave the old, uh, the old middle finger to Father Time. He looked awesome. He had 28 points in the game. And here we go. They finally got here. It took them. It's, it's like a five-minute elevator ride. That's how long it takes to get up on this elevator. And I dropped my adapter. <laughs> of course, he would. Robbie would drop his, his adapter. We're still on the hunt. You're still looking for it? Yeah, that's My important. goodness. Sports, sports radio, baby. Sports radio at its finest. Please, <laughs> Alana... Take a seat, my dear. I'm taking a seat. Take it, take it. Boom. Yeah, we're gonna hook up. We're gonna hook you up in a second. So, right. but uh, I was just telling these guys we've got a really cool show coming up with Ethan and with uh, with Big O at 7:15, Ethan at 6:30. So, I hope you uh, you've got That'll some questions for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it will be. It will be. Uh, it's 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 gonna be fun to hear back from uh, to hear uh, from Ethan again who I haven't heard uh, from in a while. So we're excited about that. And also, we'll get into it a little bit. You and I and Robbie, we'll talk a little bit about some uh, some baseball because I love I love that Alana loves baseball. So we get to talk baseball, and it, and it sounds right because you're not talking baseball <laughs> with someone who doesn't care about it. So that'll be fun. Robbie, I don't know if Robbie knows much about baseball except for stats, but that's okay. He's a degenerate, so that's how it is. You know? He is not. He is absolutely 100%. He's a stats monkey. Correct. He's a degenerate. So he's a degenerate. That's fine. It's okay. He knows it. His name is Robbie the Degenerate, for crying out loud. I no, mean, and he's, he's Robbie still, the Legend. He's still looking for his adapter. Yes. He's like, I can do the show without him, okay? <laughs> so, Alana, tell me what's going on, girl. Thanks for coming in. Alana Alfonso here on the Weekly Sports Drop. What's up? Miami traffic. That's what's up. Yeah, she doesn't live in Miami. She lives no. in Fort Lauderdale. So, uh, I'm a you Broward know, girl. We made her come down, but that's okay. We're gonna pay for her parking. We're gonna make sure she's all right. You know, maybe, maybe get her an alcoholic beverage or something. God knows what we're gonna do here. That's we never nice. know, especially when Robbie's around. Robbie gets nervous around pretty ladies <laughs> and stuff like that. So we'll we'll see how he reacts when he gets back. I don't know. Was Robbie he act, does not was he acting nervous. weird with you downstairs? Maybe. No, no, no. He's just regular Robbie. And regular Robbie. Okay, but what is regular Robbie, right? He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. He's awkward, but I love the awkwardness. That's okay. We love Robbie. I cherish that awkwardness. We we love Robbie. I'm also awkward. So it makes it amazing. Nah. Nah, you're not awkward. (laughs) You're a weirdo, but you're not awkward. Anyways, talk to me. Are you excited about baseball now that it's back? Oh, my gosh. I am. I am. I just... 
I don't know what's going on with Miami. Well, I, I know what's going on. They suck. I mean, yeah. Right. Everyone knows that. Derek Jeter didn't even make the trip over to New York. <laughs> and they put up a nine spot on the Yankees last night. Come on. I mean, I, I do feel good about how everyone is finally realizing um, John Carlos Stanton and how unproductive he was on the Marlins. Well, he's so inconsistent. He's, he's inconsistent. He's on or he's off. Right. And he was mostly off. Yeah, he's gonna go. Marlins. He's gonna go ten games but where he's gonna strike out three times. Now people are noticing because he's on the Yankees and because that was such a big trade and everything. That's okay. You can take those thirty million dollars a year and, and, and shove them yep. Yankees. It's all right. I got my B hat on today, so you know. <laughs> I, I'd rather you get on base and be productive. It's not gonna than happen. Hit bombs. He's hitting. Month. He's hitting one ninety seven. Yeah. He's got what uh, twenty eight strikeouts and sixty five at bats this year all right he's got he's hit what two or three home runs okay great fantastic but he's gonna go 10 or 12 games where he's gonna strike out three times a game okay he may get you a double here and there whatever but you know and then okay the exciting thing is that he's gonna go five days that he's gonna hit a bomb every single day and that's great but you know what how is that really gonna help the yankees in no way they have judge for that right Right, so I think I think it needs to be a, it's it's it needs to be a more what's the word I'm looking for a uh, more cohesive lineup. That lineup is not, it, it's yeah they've got a bunch of big boppers, some guys that can really hit, but you know and their lineup looks great on paper, but does mm-hmm. it make sense together? Does it make sense? And I, I don't know. Definitely, it doesn't mesh well. It like, doesn't mesh. When, That's when what I was looking it, for. When you see it on paper and you see the lineup, you're just oh my gosh, like this lineup is disgusting. It's so dirty, like you know how can you pitch against that right but then you see them all in the lineup and it just it's really not it's it's not as it's not as exciting as you i mean it's not as cohesive paper champions yeah new york yankees basically that's fine man you guys can be the paper champions. maybe in backyard baseball i mean i'm sitting four and 14 and two right now so i'm doing all right (laughs) all right i'm doing okay my lineup my lineup looks a lot better in real life than it does on paper and I get that and I'm okay with that I'd rather it be like that Mookie Betts is on fire hit three bombs yesterday against that against the Angels okay amazing. Angels are a good team 13 and 4 the Angels are starting off hot as well Otani yep. had a rough night I know he had some blisters so he was out of the game early but we hit six home runs Me, we meaning the Boston Red Sox by yes, the way I know. just in case I know I know you you're know. wearing that hat yeah I gotta wear the hat it's a very very comfortable hat leave me alone I understand. Okay. That's fine. You leave me. What do you? Oh, you got a heat shirt on today. I All do right. have a heat shirt. You're on repping today. it. Because if I wear it tomorrow, it's gonna be bad luck. So is it? Oh, is that how you work? Yes. It's a superstitious thing. It's that baseball superstition. I get it. Yeah. I'm wearing my Hogwarts <laughs> shirt. Don't ask me why. I don't know. What's that? That has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Robbie, where are you, bro? Fun fact. Yeah. Super fun fact. Robbie's still searching for his still adapter. Still searching for the adapter. My I feel goodness. really bad because I, I gave it to him in the elevator. I should have waited till we got in here. Oh, his adapter for his headphones. headphones. Yeah, I got him the, because I I just took it out of his cubby in in the board-up room. And I just took the, the headphone, but the adapter was already on it. And so I just took the entire thing and put it in my purse. Right. And when I came here, I was like, yeah, Robbie, I brought your headphones. And I just, That's good. I just gave it to him, though. I gave it to him in the elevator. And good I was, job. I should have been smart about it yeah. and left it in my bag. Good job, Alana. You just screwed up Robbie's day. You screwed up everything around here. I you know? didn't mean to. I don't to. even know why. I mean, I don't even know why. I I'm really didn't to, mean to. I'm starting to think that oh, you... Oh, he's back. Did you find it? 
No, did find it. Get out of oh here. Oh my gosh. No, it's, 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 a, it's a stupid adapter, anyways. It's a it stupid was, adapter. It was very wobbly and loose. I didn't need you, you stupid was, adapter. It, it wasn't firmly locked into the headphones, and that's why that happened. It wasn't the, like these kinds. They're like the screw. The adapter's kind of like a screw on. The adapter that I, that I lost was like I just I'll put it on. It doesn't screw on. Without oh, Robbie, wow. this show would be nothing. Yeah, people. I don't know what you guys. I didn't know. We were kind of lost here. We we're just trying Honestly, to wait we for you lost. to get. Yeah, I, I was. Mean, like, we were talking about his random shirt. His his which shirt? What's what wrong? Is that? It's my Hogwarts. It's a Hogwarts shirt, man. Yeah, we were talking about. Listen, I just came back from Universal Studios, right? How was that? Oh, it was fantastic. Are you kidding me? I drank the butter beer. Butter beer. Yeah, yeah. Butter beer. Was the frozen? frozen. Yes, frozen yes. butter beer. That now we're talking. You see, Robbie. You see what you did? You just elevated this show, man, to a whole other level, man. Presence. Now we're talking about Hogwarts <laughs> and Universal Studios. Screw sports, man. Yeah, we go Who needs sports? Hey, listen. They play. They play sports in Hogwarts. All right, Quidditch. Oh, all right. Wait, can you actually like duel? Can you like you know play Quidditch against you know another guy? Like you and like a team can over there? Yeah. No, but that would have been awesome had they done that. That oh, would have been. That would have been cool. You, Maybe you know should what? do a when ride. Was, that's a Quidditch ride. When I was at FIU, no lie, I was a freshman and I lived in the dorm my first year, and there was a club, a Quidditch club, and they would play out. I've in the heard lawn. of that. I've they heard. They would play out in the lawn and they would that's all crazy go against each other like on broomsticks. Like they would actually. No, have, like, they sticks. wouldn't. Yes, what? they would. They would be running around with their broomsticks, and like chasing. Did they have the, like, was it the quaffle? <laughs> I don't, I don't the bludger, know. The blood, the bludger. I, You're the bludger. I don't know. It was. Who's the, the seeker? Who's the seeker? They, I, I'm not sure how the rules went and how. I just remember looking down the, at the window and there was a bunch of kids running around on broomsticks. See, we made a mistake. We told everybody at work that website Pottermore.com. So now everybody's on it. <laughs> Chris got on it. He's a Gryffindor. So I'm God, also a Gryffindor. God knows that now Chris thinks. Uh, aside from him already thinking he's a be all end all, okay, now he thinks he's Harry Potter, number one, okay, number two, he's better than everybody, okay, and then he's like, he's like, what are you, you're a Hufflepuff, and he doesn't even know how to say it, now he calls me a Weeble Wobble or some shit like that. This, this, <laughs> remind, this reminds me of a scene from The Office, when they're playing, I don't know if you guys watched The Office, yes. in that first season when they're playing in the beach games, and like, and you know, what was it, Voldemort, and then Dwight just goes, no, you can't say his name, <laughs> And they start, <laughs> and they start chanting, and then they, and then and then they start chanting Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. <laughs> That's awesome, <laughs> Jim. You can't be, you can't be Voldemort. Can't be saying his name. <laughs> can't be. Slipping. He who he do he who we do not speak of, or is it no. he, who, he, he who must not be named? He who you must know, not be named. Not even a Harry Potter jagger. No, but you're a degenerate, so it's okay. <laughs> I am a degenerate. I have action on Harry Potter all the time. Cancels itself out there. Fantastic Beasts isn't that coming? Isn't that coming up soon? That already came up, man. Wait, there's a, wait, there's a second one. Then. Oh, there's a second, the second one. See, so you know more than I do, man. Is, is that like a prequel to all the books, or is that like a, just a new book? Yeah, it's a prequel. I think it's a prequel. Oh, so they, well, it's like they're doing construction on Hogwarts, you know. Can I phone a friend? Uh, yeah, we should phone a friend. We should be able to have that. <laughs> right, have, we should have, be able to have that option. <laughs> Harry Potter experts. Yeah. This, this is a great segue to get to uh, Ethan Skolnick, what we got coming up in about seven minutes. Definitely. Yeah, I was just saying that uh, before you guys walked in, that I totally, I totally screwed up Big O's, uh, Big O's Twitter handle. <laughs> it's <laughs> not, it's put? not Big O Radio Show. That's on Instagram. Big O Radio Show on Instagram. Big O Show on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, just for all of you that are listening, you know, I'll change it up. 
I'll change it up again, but I, I feel bad because oh, I did that, God. Sam. So, but Bobby's over here on the struggle bus. I'm sorry. This has been like the second <laughs> segment has been a total Disa- disaster here. I don't know what the hell's going well, on with you, Robbie. Mostly, mostly part to me. I get all messed up when ladies are in the room. Yeah, I know. <laughs> didn't, I, didn't I tell you? What did I tell you, Alana? I said this is gonna be super awkward. He's sitting next to you. Oh, what the hell's going on? He's making a mess over there. Jesus, Robbie. <laughs> I'm trying to see. I want to see people's comments. I just shared the Facebook video. I want to see people commenting. My goodness. Can't Robert. wait to uh, Big Tony. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten uh, gone. Big on Tony. Oh, he might. He might. He might shell out the uh, popcorn trick today. Oh yeah. Now that Alana's here, he might. He might talk about the popcorn trick. Oh yeah, this bit. guy, Big Tony. He co- he comments on our uh, on all our Facebook videos, and he just starts ranting. Like he he invent. He says he invented the popcorn trick. Now I don't want to tell. I hope she knows what the popcorn trick is. I'm not do the awkward part of having to explain what the popcorn trick is. Well, maybe is. listen. When we get back, we're gonna talk about the popcorn trick. <laughs> well, we gotta eat the skullnick. Eat the skullnick. But before we get to oh eat, after we get after. After we get done with Ethan, we'll talk about the popcorn trick, all right? Huh. So stay stay. No, we're not going to talk about the popcorn trick. Yeah, Robbie wants to talk about it. Hard, I don't want to talk about This is a hard out. Robbie wants to talk about the popcorn He's trick. Cold. He's coming back. It's all yours. Just keep it right here. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7 lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal, $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a medium pie. That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. I taught my boy Carlos. And you heard it on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza where the power is in the dough. Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and college radio is that place for it. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. This is where we start out, you know? From getting all this great experience working in college radio, it makes you want to work in real radio. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. This is Jeff Fox from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want to tell you all about a great company that has totally changed my life. And if it changed my life, 
It can change yours. I'm talking about total life changes. Yes, total life changes, where the flagship product is the IASO tea, commonly referred to as the skin tea. In just seven short months, I have lost over 50 pounds. Yes, it's true. 50 pounds lost. And hey, I'm just getting started. Just two eight-ounce glasses a day, and you can lose up to five pounds in only five days. This is no joke, people. Just visit my website. Go to TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. That's TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. Or email GetDatT at Gmail. That's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail. And you can be on your way to being healthy and wealthy at the same time. Total Life Changes is also where you can find the NutriBurst. Get your absolute fullest dose of vitamins or the NRG pills for those long days when you need a boost to pick it all up while burning up to 300 calories a day. You can order your health and wellness products or you can join our winning team and become your own business owner. In TLC, we get paid five different ways and we get paid every week. Do you know anybody that wants to lose five pounds in five days? Could you use an extra 500 to $1,000 per week? Well, you'll want to try Total Life Changes. Again, visit my website, totallifechanges.com forward slash 4801591 or email me, get that T, that's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail. Make that change today with Total Life Changes. Hey, Will Mansell from Local 10 Sports here, and you are listening to SportsOvertime.com, where the clock doesn't matter. We are back on the Weekly Sports Drop, joined in the studio by Alana Alfonso and Robbie Campbell. What's up? But I've got a great guest on on the line now. I want to introduce to you guys former Miami Heat and Miami Dolphins columnist. He is the host of the Five Reasons Sports Podcast and the Five Reasons Sports Podcast Network as well. This is Ethan Skolnick on the line. Ethan, how are you, my friend? How's it going? Good. Good to be with you guys. Thanks for coming on the air, man. I, I do appreciate it. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Five, Five Reasons Sports Podcast. Before we get anything going, talk to me a little bit about that. What's going on with that? Well, basically, um, the way this started about three months ago, Chris Whittingham and I, um, as, as you know, we, we used to do a little radio together. We, we decided to kind of take a, a shot at doing a podcast together. And so we started going uh, three times a week. Uh, first, it was just us. And then we started to add media guests. Uh, eventually, we're going to add athlete guests and coaches and, and things like that. But basically, we produce uh, three podcasts a week and go about 45 minutes on whatever we think are kind of the hottest topics in Miami sports. It's very Miami-centric. And then as that started to pick up a little bit and, and the interest grew, we decided to add some podcasts uh, to a network. So... We've added three now to our network. Uh, we started with something called Three Yards Per Carry, uh, which they were going to call the Daniel Thomas pod. Oh. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's three guys who are, are, are pretty respected in Dolphins Twitter circles and uh, Chris Kaufman and Simon Clancy and Al- Alfredo Ardiega. Um, so they started about three weeks ago, and that's picked up uh, pretty quickly, especially because two of the guys are – 
are really uh, pretty respected as draft experts. So we're, we've been ramping that up. And then we added two others, uh, one called the Balls Cast, which is not something you listen to with your kids, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty irreverent guy talk, uh, Miami sports, politics, culture. And that features uh, Chris Joseph, Adam Smoot, and, and uh, Kevin Mayer, uh, Slim from, yeah, Slim, from uh, the radio. You may, may be familiar with him. And then we also added just this week, Miami Heat Beat. They, um, they've been going at this thing. These are some of the, uh, the members of Heat Twitter that you see tweeting off every Heat game. Uh, there seem to be about 20 of these guys on this podcast. But basically, they, uh, they've been going at this for, for a few years. Um, and basically, what we've done is we've, we've added them to our network and it's allowing them to grow a little bit and and there's going to be some pretty cool things going on with them also so those are the first four in the network and and we have some ideas for some other pods that that we'd so like am to I add next? If people are interested so, am i next so ho- hopefully it's going to grow out here in the next uh next couple of months are we next ethan i mean are we next come on man Tell, let me know what i gotta do <laughs> well, we dude. can talk about that off the air <laughs> So, it sounds like you got like a Jedi camp going on. You're just building a, net, building a network. I of, know that's of pretty, podcasts. It's pretty yeah, impressive. It's, it's uh, we got a Death Star. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we, we, building the we, empire. We, we we've got we've got a few options, but uh, we're always taking suggestions. I mean, the, the key thing with it is that we we want it to be very very Miami uh, Miami centric and and try to cover the sports and the teams that people care about. Now, you notice we have not added Marlins or Panthers yet. Yeah. Um, I, 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 don't, know, I don't blame you. The playoffs might have, might have expedited that, but that didn't happen. And so I, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do with those two teams yet, but, uh, but it's possible down the road. Well, I don't blame you not adding the Marlins just yet, okay? So don't worry about that. <laughs> but talking about Miami, right? Rumors swirling around now. Joel Embiid looks like he is a, his, what is it, questionable? Doubtful. He's doubtful. doubtful. He's doubtful. Doubtful. Uh, I mean, I mean does, is that just kind of just, just stupid, you know, sports talk for he's going to play? Well, I thought he was going to play. I mean, especially after he sent that message after the game about he was tired of being babied. I, you know, he's funny because he's, he's always the one, trust the process, trust the process, trust the process. And apparently when it comes to his health, he's not exactly trusting their process. Um, so, you know, they list him as doubtful. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's a mind game. I mean, we've seen that before. You know, they don't hold you to it in the NBA. It's not like the NFL where uh, if, you're, if you're listing, you know, players as doubtful, uh, and those players end up playing, you get a call from the NFL offices um, because all of that is it's all tied to gambling. They just don't want to admit it. Um, but in the NBA, they don't hold you to it at all. So you can say whatever you want. Um, so I don't know if he's going to play or not. Obviously, the, but you know, the ramification of it is that it affects what you do with Whiteside because at this point, um, I mean, we've seen what Eric Spolstra thinks of Whiteside's matchups against uh, the other guys that the Sixers are using at center. And, and really, uh, Spolster's not going to play Whiteside uh, unless it's Rashawn Holmes or, uh, or Amir Johnson. He's just not going to play him against Ilya Sova for any length of time. I mean, if he'll start him, but then he's going to yank him after five or six minutes. So, uh, you know, it's a weird thing in this series because uh, he's supposed in a strange position. He's got to keep starting Whiteside to not lose him completely mentally for whenever it is that Embiid comes back. And so it's a bit of a dance that he's doing right now because I think if not for that, I think they might just uh, sit Whiteside down entirely. 
And is that is that a reason why you think maybe they're holding back Embiid? Maybe he could be ready to play, but because the Sixers have kind of exposed Whiteside without Embiid, and by by bringing Embiid back, now you're giving Whiteside a matchup that he could stay on the court for. Is that maybe a part partly a reason why Embiid's being held out, being extra careful with him? Yeah, Robbie, I think it's possible. Um, I, you know, you know, the thing about it is, it's interesting if you look at the Sixers' numbers uh, in the first half of the season. When Simmons was out there without Embiid, they were terrible. Um, they, they, I mean, I think they were like a minus 10 net rating. Wow. But since the All-Star break with Simmons without Embiid, they've been close to a plus 10. So they, they've figured out a style to play without Embiid. I, if that had not been the case, I think they might be rushing Embiid back a little bit more. But they have found something that worked. And, and the, the key thing to that is that the add, adding of Ilyasova and Bellinelli to, to flesh out their rotation and have the extra shooters around Simmons, they can play that style without Embiid. So um, I, I think you know part of it is the Whiteside thing. I don't think they're afraid of Whiteside, but yeah, I think they would prefer him not to be engaged, particularly after the way he played against Embiid in one of the games of the season. And, and Whiteside's numbers against Philadelphia and Embiid are, are pretty good in, in the four games that they've matched up. So I, I think that plays into it maybe a little bit. But I think it's also just, you know, they have a comfort level. The other thing that happens with Philadelphia when MB doesn't play is that their pace is much faster. I think it's about uh, three, three to four possessions uh, difference in terms, of, in terms of what they're doing pace-wise. So um, if MB plays, they're going to slow it down a little bit, and that plays a little bit more into the Heat's hands. Um, Eric doesn't really want to push the tempo that much against this team, even though he has enough depth to do it. So I think all of it plays into it, but um, it's going to be an interesting storyline because obviously if, the problem for Philly is if the Heat go up 2-1 and then you bring Embiid back and then he's rusty, uh, that's a real problem for Philadelphia. So I, I would think you would want to try to get him in as early of the series as possible to sort of work off the rust. Well, and, and it's funny you mentioned that because that was my next question with Embiid. I mean, are they just going to throw him in there and say, hey, here's 35 minutes a game? No, I mean, they're going to have to bring him in slowly, especially with a guy that talented, that good. You can't, I mean, do you, can we expect him to go in and get a substantial amount of minutes? Or are we talking about they're going to bring him on slowly, make maybe 15, 20 minutes here, 15, 20 minutes there, and kind of you know bring him in that way? Yeah, I think they'll probably will do uh, a minute. I, I would think there would be some sort of a minute restriction just from a conditioning standpoint. Um, although, you know, again, the thing is when you're dealing with an orbital fracture, it's, I mean, it's not like he hasn't been able to run. So I, I don't know that they'll have to hold him back too much. But again, if you go back to even earlier in the season, they had a minute, him on a bit of a minute's restriction. So Well, now it's the physical I, you know, contact it, more than anything, right? Correct, correct, correct. So, I, you know, I, they've typically been pretty careful with him. Um, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't expect him to come back and play 30, 35 minutes. I, they have enough bodies now. I think what it does is, you know, it takes either Holmes or Amir Johnson out of the equation, and, and you're really not getting much out of either of those guys. So it just means that you basically go to Ilya Silva as your backup five, or maybe even Sarge at times as your backup five, um, and kind of work him in that way. But yeah, they've, they've played a different way, and, and, you know, people forget, you know, that 16 game winning streak, and I know a lot of it was against garbage. Um, you know, they, I think they only played three playoff mm-hmm. games during the 16-game winning streak. But um, if you take a look at it, I mean, eight of the games were without Embiid. So I, they had learned, you know, they won nine straight games, if you include the game one of the playoffs. So they would figured out a way uh, to play without him, but I'm never going to make the case that you're better without someone who's arguably at this point a top 10 or top 15 player in the league and might be a top five player within the next couple of years. So uh, clearly he makes them 
uh, more dangerous. But I do think that the Heat found some things in Game 2 that they could continue to exploit either way. I, I thought Eric's, uh, Eric's adjustment to picking up Simmons full court at times, showing him some different looks, also going to James Johnson on Simmons more often in Game 2 than Game 1, uh, just for a little bit more of a muscular presence there defensively against him. I, I thought all of those things got Philly out of their offense just enough and, and you know the key for Miami for me in this series is not whether they can defend Philly I, I think they'll eventually figure that out even though Philly obviously had 130 in game one I think the bigger problem for the Heat is do they have enough guys who can get going offensively and in game two it wasn't just Dwayne they got a stretch from Dragic that was good they got a stretch from Richardson that was good James Johnson made all seven of his shots so they got just enough production from other people Ethan, I'm glad you brought that those those players up because there's an old saying. I don't know if you buy the saying that role players play better at home and role players don't necessarily travel. In the first two games, we obviously heard about Bellinelli, we heard about Saric, we heard about Redick, and even Covington. So all those guys were big contributors for Philadelphia when they were at home. Now that the series has flipped to Miami, should we expect to see a Tyler Johnson? Uh, I mean, not necessarily James Johnson, but uh, an Ellington. Uh, even on Sam Whiteside, at this point, he's basically a role player. Can he play better at home? Now that you know the, the, the series is flipped, should we expect to see more from the role players for the Heat? Possibly, I do believe in that adage. By the way, um, <laughs> the only re- the only hesitation I would have on in this series is that Philadelphia's role players are vets. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Bellinelli's played in a ton of road playoff games. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go back to his Spurs days and some of the other teams he's played with, Ilyasova's played a lot of road playoff games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, and, and Redick, obviously, with the Clippers. I mean, Redick also was with that finals team in Orlando. So I, I don't know that it affects those guys uh, quite as much. I think when you have younger role guys who are kind of finding their way a little bit, I think that plays into it. Like, for instance, you know, I'm curious to see what happens with Toronto in the playoffs because mm-hmm. Toronto has been so good this year, not necessarily because Lowry and DeRozan are that much better than they've been, although DeMar had a very good year. It's, it's because their bench has been incredible, and it's all young role guys off the bench. So I'm curious how that translates. I, and we may not, it may not show up in this series against Milwaukee, but it may show up if they see Cleveland in the second round where maybe they get a little rattled in the road. I, I don't know about about this series. As far as the Heat's role, guys, um, you know, I, I don't know that going home is necessarily good for Whiteside, to be <laughs> honest, because I don't know that the Heat fans are going to be easy on him if they don't see effort. Um, mm-hmm. I, this is starting to turn a little bit with him, where there's a frustration with him just not looking engaged. And, and the problem is if Embiid plays, there may be times where Hassan's trying to do the right thing but there's just no place for him on the floor. And I look at, you know, even the third foul that he committed in the last game, which I, I think actually, I thought he was more engaged in game two than game one. Yeah. And then he committed the third foul. And even that foul, I mean, it was a dumb foul. I mean, it's a foul on the backcourt. I mean, Hassan should not be committing a foul on the backcourt. But I, I at least give him credit. He was trying. Like, it, it wasn't a lack of effort of him being in the wrong position, and that's why he picked up the foul. I mean, he was trying to create a disruption in the backcourt. Again, not the smartest move, but, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to kill him for that. So, I, you know, but, but the thing with Hassan is if he gets off to a slow start and they get off to a slow start collectively, and the, the starting lineup has not been good together uh, so far, and, and honestly, that five-man group, guys, was not that good in the regular season. That, that five-man group was a minus one per 100 possessions. So it's basically a flat group to a negative group. If they get off to a slow start, 
I can see Hassan feeling a little bit of heat there. Well, going going back real quick to what you were what you were saying about the the dumb foul that was committed in the backcourt on the inbounds pass. I don't know if I heard somewhere where that was kind of something that Spo was okay with. Uh, he wanted them to put a little bit of pressure and, and, and maybe get a little aggressive like that. And, 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 and even if they called a foul, because I think Winslow did the same thing in the backcourt after, after what Whiteside did. So, yeah, he pushed Ben Simmons out of yeah, bounds. Yeah, he pushed Ben Simmons out of bounds. Right. Winslow did his first. Is, is that something that, that Spo was kind of uh, not necessarily drawing up and say, hey, go out there and foul the guy in the backcourt, but was that something where he was okay with it? Is that why maybe later on Hassan, Hassan Whiteside was saying, hey, Coach, Coach Spo told me that I played great, which I think is a is is a, a crock of bull, you know. but <laughs> right. aside from that, is that, I mean, is that something that, that was kind of like, Hey, if you can do this and kind of get away with it, well, then that's fine. If you, if you, if, if a foul gets called, it's okay too. I'm not going to get too upset. Yeah. I, again, I, I think it's better that at least Hassan's showing effort than not. Right. So I, I don't think that you overly critical of that. I mean, Winslow and Richardson both have habits of creating, of, of committing fouls that maybe are out of aggression but aren't necessarily the smartest moves uh, for them to make. Um, so it's not, it's not just Hassan. And, uh, you know, the thing about it that was a little disappointing, though, was I, I did think Hassan was playing better, um, he, where he was at least, uh, you know, again, he was, he was more engaged uh, than he's been. And, and part of that was he perked up when Dwayne came in with him. And I, that's something that I think Spolster needs to look at. Um, their numbers together, when since Dwayne's come back, were really not very good, actually. Um, they were a minus together, Wade and Whiteside. But there is something about the fact that Dwayne seems to be the only guy on the team who knows how to feed a big, that Hassan does play a little bit more spirited when he's out there with Dwayne because he thinks he's going to get uh, some easy touches towards the rim. So, I, you know, I don't know how you do that where you get Dwayne out there with him more often other than starting Dwayne, which I don't think is something that Eric's going to do at this point. Um, but, but I think maybe they need to mix and match a little bit to get the two of them out there together. I mean, I also think it's interesting that Eric has decided to play Bam with Olenek so much, uh, which he didn't do that much in the regular season. But their numbers together, those two guys, uh, Bam and Olenek, uh, were very good in the regular season. They were plus 10 per 100 possessions. Um, so, and if you look at it, White, Whiteside and Bam together were a minus 20 per 100 possessions. So, I, so I, I, I understand sort of why Eric's doing it. I just don't know that they're going to continue to go in the playoffs with two bigs quite so often. Ethan, uh, the Cavs are playing in about 15 minutes from now. You're, you're very familiar with Cleveland. You know, obviously they're down 0-1. But is this are the Cavs in real danger, or is it just fake danger? And even if they lose tonight, down 0-2 after losing the first two games at home, you still feel kind of confident in LeBron, and then maybe they're just toying with the Pacers. Real or fake well, danger for the Cavs? Yeah, well, I always feel confident in LeBron, Robbie, in the first round because his record in the first round is better than Jordan's was, and mm-hmm. not really even close. Mm-hmm. Um so, I, you know, I'm, I'm always surprised when he loses a game in the first round. I mean, we, we know how dominant he was with Miami in the first mm-hmm. round. I mean, what did they, they lost two games, I think, in those Yeah, one to the Sixers and one to the Knicks. One, yeah, and they swept Milwaukee and Charlotte. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's dominant in the first round. Um, but I don't know what to make of this Indiana team because I haven't believed in them all year, and I, mm-hmm. I can't really figure them out. I mean, I, I understand that Old Depot 
has gotten a lot better, and uh, you know his time away from Westbrook has been beneficial. Uh, but I look at the rest of that roster, man. I mean, there's, I mean, Darren Carlson probably wouldn't start on 25 other teams. I mean, he's kind of pigeonholed as a backup point guard, I mean, a good backup point guard, but a backup point guard. And the rest of their roster, um, I mean, I, you know, I, Bogdanovich has been good for them. He wasn't real good after Washington acquired him last year. Uh, Sabonis has done some good things. Obviously, they have Miles Turner, but uh, it's not a great roster. And, and honestly, Nate McMillan didn't really seem like an inspired coach hire either. Um, I mean, because Larry Bird, when he hired him or promoted him after he fired Vogel, uh, the, you know, McMillan was a guy who had typically played slow uh, with when he coached Portland and Seattle. And Indiana talked about wanting to play faster. So I, it didn't really make a lot of sense to make the time. But they've done a great job. They play really well together. Um, their sets make sense. They know who their go-to guy is. And, you know, the only thing I'll say about it that gives me a little pause is that Cleveland is still changing starting lineups. Like, <laughs> apparently, I, yeah, I don't crazy. know what they're going with tonight, but what I read before I came on with you guys uh, was that they might be going with, with Corver and J.R. Smith together oh, God. in the starting lineup with, uh, without Hood. And and going with LeBron and Love, um, I mean that's that's a small group um, that they'd be playing against Indiana. So it just, I mean, we're at the point now where, and LeBron said this too. He said, you know, because of the trades, we really didn't sort of ramp up for the playoffs. I know people are going to say he's just whining again, but they, they don't. Uh, they haven't really settled on what their lineup is, what their rotation is, and then you add to the fact that you know there's this thing hanging over them on whether LeBron's going to going to stay there and we know that the last two times before he left someplace uh the playoffs didn't you know things didn't end particularly well get you know the the series he had against boston with cleveland where people thought he quit Mm -hmm. and then the 2014 series against the spurs where he played well but obviously the the heat got waxed in five games you know so there's gonna those questions are gonna get raised again um if they go down 0-2 in the series uh we'll see what happens tonight but if they go down 0-2 in the series uh, Indiana is, is, is a, can be a difficult place to play, and it's been a difficult place to play for LeBron. Um, he's had great games there, but he's also had a lot of disappointments there. And the Pacer fans are a little weird. Like, sometimes they tune out on the team completely. Uh, but in the playoffs, I've been in that building many times. I was there three straight postseasons with the Heat. And uh, it, it can get really loud. And if they have a 2-0 lead on Cleveland, that's going to be a tough place to play in game three. Good stuff from Ethan Skolnick here. Uh, Ethan, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Where could, uh, real quick, where could the, um, they can catch your show and all the well, podcasts? Yeah, and the next Five Reasons podcast. Yeah, yeah the, the easiest thing to do, honestly, we started a dedicated Twitter account um, called at Five Reasons Sports. That's a number five and then Reason Sports. And uh, we post everything there. So uh, eventually, you know, we'll probably have a website. We'll probably have everything in one place. Uh, but for right now, the best way to do it is follow our Twitter feed, and you can get all the podcasts. Uh, if you're on Apple, that tends to be what I tweet out the most because I, I happen to have an iPhone. But um, basically, uh, you can get uh, all of them on iTunes, um, or you can also get them on uh, – we we're also on Google Play, Stitcher, CastBox, and I think pretty soon we'll be on Spotify also. So you can get us in any of those places. And then we're also running a lot of chats off the site. So – uh, we're hosting one or two of those a day with some of our contributors. Um, and so we're going to have a lot of draft content uh, heading up to the Dolphins draft. So check out the account. It's at Five Reasons Sports, and that's the best way to consume us. Thank you, Ethan. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it.
Thanks, guys. All right. Wow. Well, they let Slim. They let Slim do a podcast. Yeah, they let Slim do stuff, man. Anybody can. <laughs> Anybody can walk in and do a podcast. <laughs> I was gonna tell When we come back, us three are gonna get into a little, uh, a little shenanigans yep. here. We'll talk some sports, and then uh, seven fifteen, we got Big O coming back on the weekly sports drop. It's all yours. Just keep it right here. Hey, this is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right, East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale: steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried. Crab, the best in Bahamian food, South oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get Breakfast on Saturday, stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cups, hot salad, lobster. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down. East of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return. Your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222. Thank you. 
The American Red Cross helps people affected by disasters like floods, tornadoes, and other crises. You can help the American Red Cross by donating all kinds of things from money, blood, food, and clothing. 2016 has seen three times the number of large disasters so far compared to other years. Donate blood today to save a life. The American Red Cross is looking forward to your donation. Go to the American Red Cross website at redcross.org. Have you ever thought of a career in broadcasting? The Miami Media School can get you started in the exciting fields of television and radio. At MMS, instructors will train you on the latest digital audio and video equipment. You'll find out what it's like to really be on air when you host your own radio show on one of our internet radio stations. Just think about it. You can be working at a TV or radio station in 36 short weeks. Call MMS. MMS for more information at 305-728-1120. Again, that's 305-728-1120. The Miami Media School, where broadcasting careers begin. Jazz, you know, I think he checked himself out. He was so he got so that Ethan interview was just so riveting. He had to, uh, it, it was riveting by Ethan. It was great stuff hearing from Ethan and the the Five Reasons podcast. Still can't believe they went slim on there, but uh, but yeah, great, great to hear from him. You know, it's been a while, and you know, we got 15 minutes. We're gonna hear from the Big O. We got some draft, yeah. some draft questions. You know, from Big O. Definitely I, have some draft questions for him. Oh, the Dolphins! It, 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 oh, eight days away, Alana. <sighs> Alana, I was talking about with this jazz before you showed up. Yeah. You know, there may be a predicament we may be running into. Oh, what is that? So Thursday night. Thursday. We know it's the NFL draft. Of course. Thursday night also, if it gets to a game six, would be the game six for the Heat <gasps> and the Sixers. That's right. And so there'd be a little bit of a conflict. I'd obviously be watching both. I'd find obviously. ways to watch both both at the same time. But I, when it comes to the draft, I have to like I prefer to have my undivided attention focused on the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Keep track of all the moves, all the trades, Every everything that's going down. Yeah. And now I mean, this Heat game is gonna. Oh, I, I, I mean, I can't really be mad if there is a game six because you know <laughs> that means the Heat have at least one more win. Exactly. <laughs> but how, how would you how would you approach this situation? Are, are, I mean, are you a regular draft watcher? So-so. Draft, I'll... I don't know. I've never been a big fan of drafts. Yeah, it's, it's a waste of time. It's just everybody you know, gas bagging. I can, I can agree with that. I, I like going to them. Like, going to an actual draft is fun. Well, that's it. Well, well, they're usually in New York. I think this year it's in Dallas. Yes. Yes. I haven't been to an NFL draft. Well, you went to, you went to, a, you went to a baseball or a NBA draft? Yeah, I went to a NHL. NHL? Because oh, that's right. They did one here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I it went did... to the NHL one. That was a lot of fun. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I love hockey, so... Um, but I know that's so the, the Panthers just missed the playoffs by I a point. Know, I know. I don't. I, I don't want to talk about it. Um, they got screwed. Yeah, but it's okay. That's that's a different topic for another day. Because uh, oh, we, we can talk. We can talk yeah? hockey. We can hockey? talk hockey all you want. Yeah. Okay. Go go for it. You're here. You made you made the trip down here. You get to talk about whatever you <laughs> I, want. I did make the trip down here. Yeah, you made the effort. Okay. I'm a Broward girl. Yes, you are. Miami to talk sports. 
That's right. You made you made the excursion. Yes. Battle traffic. Got to get to the park. Oh, Walk across I, street. I turned Miami. When I drive in Miami, I turn Miami. Like <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that will like drive up to you in the next lane of the exit and then just boom, just get in right there, catch, a, catch a sleeper real quick and. Oh yep, yeah, that, that's how that's, my a, way that's how indoctrinated to drive. Exactly. You know, it's like someone's sleeping. Drop right in. Just jump right in. There's an old saying. I gotta, I gotta paraphrase the saying because the saying I know is has, has some choice language in it. <laughs> but, oh, I guess, okay. Here's a saying: It's kill or be killed. I have right. a different. So you either have to, you know, oh no, you, <laughs> jerk or, or get, jerk or get jerked. That's another way to explain it. If you're driving in Miami, you either have to be the jerk or you're gonna get jerked right back. There's no in between. There's you're a jerk, Robbie. You're a jerk. <laughs> All right, go ahead, take your stupid. I'm a defensive, defensive, aggressive driver, I guess, so to say. Oh, we were talking about. I'm how back. I got I'm down back, there. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. How was? Uh, yeah, how was it? No, no, no. Please don't how answer that question. I was writing a letter to Fidel. Oh, oh my. God. Oh. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so what were we talking about? All right, well, let's get into it. This is the saying. I have a different phrase because the, the the phrase I, I say can't be used on radio, even though we, right. we, we're not FCC. We, I, right. could, I could sneak it in there, but I'm not doing that. Okay, Don't Robbie, do it. I'm not gonna do that. BPG13. When you're a driver down here, it is jerk or get jerked. So if you're oh, absolutely, if you're not a total jerk on the road, someone's gonna be a jerk to you. So you gotta. You gotta, the only way to fight back is you gotta be a jerk, and that's what she was. That's what she says. What yeah, say? on that Seventh Street exit, I was. I just drove. Oh, up. you definitely have to jerk it out there. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely. <laughs> have to. That was one. What? That <laughs> just happened there. Yeah, that that happened. <laughs> definitely have to be a jerk there. Yes. Someone definitely. cut you off. No, no, I cut people off. Good, you have yes. to, because yeah. if not, people will take advantage of you there, exactly. especially on that, on that exit. No, I was telling him how I'm from Broward, but I, I turn into a Miami driver when I'm in Miami. Ooh. I lived here for four years. You did. Yeah, and then I moved back up to Broward. That's because you went to FIU. So. Yeah, it scared me. That's enough. So you F- uh, Broward, four years Broward, born and raised. You came down here for for FIU for four years, and then you went back to Broward. Yeah, I was kind of like LeBron, you know. Oh, LeBron. <laughs> like a no, he literally no. went to. <laughs> yeah, he went to the <laughs> I think you have a little bit more character than LeBron. I think we could say oh, that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> not yeah. saying much. I mean, LeBron's not, very little character. Not much of a diva. <laughs> you're not much, no, she's not much of a diva. No. Yeah, she's really, I mean, she does know a lot about sports, which is kind of scary sometimes. Sure. Why is that scary? When you get a woman that knows a lot oh, about sports. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it's like, boom, I like it. But then I'm like, Cam Newton. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you like that? You like that? All right. Just shut me up for a second. The Kirk Cousins. What about Kirk Cousins? I'm He's saying you like that? You like, yes. Oh, you like that? Yeah, See, we'll kill with the times, Jazz. No, man. No, man. Come on. I just got back from writing a letter to Fidel. No. <laughs> you know? I'm a little thrown off right now, man. Oh, my God. We got the big O coming up in about fi- do I have 10 minutes, 15 we, minutes. Yeah, we got the big O coming up. Because we mad at us that we're talking to him during the Cavs game. I don't, I don't think he'll get that mad. No, I don't think that. Nah. You know, I should probably have that Big O's a big homer, man. He's a huge... Miami guy. I don't think I don't think he cares so much about the. I mean, he'll watch the games. I'm sure to, to critique and you know to have some to, to take some, some notes, some stuff to talk about. But I mean, he's a big he's a big Miami guy. I so mean, I'm sure he's excited I'm, about tomorrow's game more than anything else. Oh yeah, well I'm sure, I'm sure you know. I think Tannenbaum and Greer spoke today, and you know they always said, "Oh, we could trade up. We might not trade up. We could trade back." You know the 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 every every week before the draft is their same press press conference. Of, speaking of quarterback, Adam Schefter. Um, threw out a little nugget out there saying that Tom Brady hasn't decided if he's going to play in 2018 yet. 
you hear about that? That's fake news. It's fake news. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. fake news. I think he's just he's just he's just toying with everybody. That's what the Patriots do when they're bored. They just make stuff up. Oh, Gronk, I'm thinking about you know not coming back next year. Patriots, oh, you know what's nothing's going on. Oh, I might retire. Just get the attention on the Patriots at all times. I How like do you the feel project. about that? How do you feel about? They're the just media hungry. They want all the attention on them. Yeah, all they the always want to be in the news. They're right? in the spotlight all the time. Why? Mm-hmm. And half of the media loves them. They adore them. They. And the NFL loves it too because the NFL loves yeah. always being in the news, especially during NBA playoff season. And you have the, oh. you have the, the biggest night of the year, the NFL draft. Actually, would I just call the NFL draft the biggest night of the year? I'm a loser. It's, <laughs> it's the biggest night of the year, everybody. It's what like, night? Is the it's NFL quick. draft. It's the NFL draft. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was just telling him I'm not big on drafts, but if you're anything like you were with March Madness, I w- would not doubt you. Oh yeah, I, if, if there was a crowd of archery during the NFL draft, <laughs> oh I would have to gosh. bring my I would have to bring my iPad stand again. Why aren't you yeah. big on the, Why aren't you big on drafts? I mean, I I understand. I think I understand why because I mean it's a crapshoot, man. It's a crapshoot. We don't, know anything. Yeah, we don't, don't really know, know anything. You don't know. You're I, basing it all off projectability, right? Exactly. It's all just numbers or you know a gut feeling or it it's it's other people's decisions that don't always pan out the way you think. Like, for example, Tom Brady. What pick was he? Pick number one ninety nine in the sixth round. One ninety nine in the exactly and arguably like one of the. Oh, he's one of the great anomalies okay. of our time, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it is an anomaly, he's, but still. He's just, he's, I think he's freaking nature. He's not human. He I don't does know. HGH. He does. Yeah. <laughs> and he finally, that, he finally ate a strawberry the other day. I don't know. I tried, I tried avocado you ice tried cream. It. I did. Because How, do you like it? No, it's. Did it make too, you feel like no, Tom Brady? I love avocado. I do too. I do not like avocado. So ice cream. two things just don't mix. As delicious they are separately, right. they mix. Yeah. Now, like, if you, yeah. now, if you told me bacon ice cream, I'll eat that. That exists. That mm. exists. I'll eat that. Yeah. Can we get some bacon ice cream? Well, wasn't it like everything is bacon, bacon bits <laughs> as a topping to an ice cream? I think I, I don't know if it was Burger King or it was one of these these fast food places. They had like a special with like bacon flavored ice cream. That exists. Ooh. I'd eat it. Yeah, me too. Avocado, av- avocado ice cream, not so much. Salad ice cream, no, nah, I don't think I eat salad. <laughs> salad ice cream. I love salad though. I went de- like the the sweet tomatoes that we had catered today. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, you did. I took it yeah. down. Yeah, she did. She had like four servings of salad in one. <laughs> hey, and, then, and then at the end of the day, I took the entire bowl and I finished it off. It's not like did you really? Yeah, I did. You know what I ate? What'd you eat? Cookies and rice pudding. Ooh. Oh, they had that too. It was the really cookies good. Were- I, I wasn't informed. I did have a little bit of salad. I did, steal a cor- I did steal a cornbread on my way out. I remember that. Did you? Yeah, I did. Sn- boy. Wait, I just- you were there? No, oh, they brought some to the oh, break room. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I just saw it there unattended. I looked around, looked three or four times. All right, no one's here. I'm just going to sneak a piece of cornbread. <laughs> That's probably, it was there for you, guaranteed. Yeah. Well, I made sure to look, I made sure to, you know, somebody else there would have, like, you know, waited for them to go and When they're in them. the break room, it's a free-for-all. It is, it is. Yeah, if you leave it on the table, don't expect it to be there when you get back. When someone, when someone uh, sends it out through email, they're like, hey, there's chicken wings in the break room, and the minute you get up and go, it's gone. Or you get the whistle. Well, that's coffee, yeah. That's yeah, that's coffee. Good. I bet yeah. you guys missed that that whistle though. Oh, well, that's right. Everyone's over there. Yeah, Everyone's over right. there that now. Whistle's no more. That's it's, it's awkward. It's gonna be there for a while because there's no telling when we're gonna be moving to that other. Oh no, moving. it's I, I'd be so I'd be I'd be surprised if it was this year, honestly. I would be too. I don't I don't know what's going on over there. Me neither. This is this is, this is but anyway. 
Back to the draft. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, well, it's part of the draft. You know, it's part of the excitement of watching the draft. Like, even though we have no idea how any of these moves are going to pan out, at least through that that first day, the first round, all the moves, it's like you just see a team is on the clock, and all of a sudden it disappears. It's another team. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> what's going on? What are they trading for? How many picks are they going to move into that spot? There's always going to be that. No, Th- that's the fun part. It's definitely exciting. It. No, that part is exciting. That I get because I do watch the drafts every now and then. But like, if there's something more important going on or like, like or well, there's a, like, could be game know, six like right. it could be game six it could be game six I'll watch please heat win the next game three games six audio and like have the NFL draft on the side I, I feel like it, I feel like for me I think it would be the opposite I think the I could opposite. have the, I could have the basketball game on mute I could kind of in the background I, in the background watching the game I, I feel like, yeah for, for the draft I feel the like audio, I need, you need the, audio. I think the audio is a little bit more it I, it's debatable. I think the audio is probably more There's important. There's so much time in between. That, you know, you just see the guys like writing down and. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's gaps. Okay, how about this? Does anybody want to go to the uh, Hall of Fame banquet tomorrow? University of Miami. That's another problem. They have games that's tomorrow. Yeah. And you've got that too. You know. I mean, that's nobody's fault. They they planned this banquet out months and yeah, months in advance. Right. Nobody knew the playoff matchups. Gore, Yonder Alonso, some pretty big names. They're are going definitely going to have a TV there, right? I don't know. It's at Jungle Island. I yeah, think yeah, I think they're the Jungle Island. I mean, maybe I, went, I went last year. A lot of fun. They have a bear, giant parrot-sized yeah. TV. It's really nice. I would go. Brett was there last year, too. Oh, he was? Oh, yeah. that's nice. Okay. If I go, I'd probably have to bring him. But maybe I bring him. Who knows? You, bring, bring you'd my probably own. bring your iPad. And I'll be, I'll be <laughs> sitting no, at the table. You, you weren't there at Crotobotry, huh? I wasn't there this year. No, no, no. But no. that's a cool That's a cool thing, man. That's a cool game. Well, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're worried about watching the NCAA tournament while you were at Crotobotry, that was a good concern because if I wasn't there, you wouldn't have been able to watch it. But we, we were watching basketball we were watching basketball the entire time i know you were i know was were you there too alana yes i was i was Uh, there and in between it was amazing yeah i love them so much i saw them at riptide and that was great and then i saw them at crawl and that was awesome yeah, it was a week. What do you think about the struts, Robbie? I, I, I was very, I, I heard like one song, oh, I'm one night only. How's it going? I can't even do it. I can't even do, it. I do it as good as Tobin does it. Oy, oy, uh. oy. Yeah. Speaking of the Hall of Fame dinner, Kat just asked me if I wanted to go. Yes, I just got a text too. I just got a text too. That's why I was mentioning it. That's why you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah, we should me. all go. What? Let's go. And we can watch Robbie, you have to there. bring your iPad. If I have, I, you know what? If I, if I go, yeah, if I put him up, if I go, well, hopefully, hopefully I don't. Yeah, you know, if, if I do go, I, I would bring my iPad. Then I get weird looks at from Larry Coker. Like, what is this? Larry Coker's <laughs> being done. Yes, yes. That's, right. that's right. That's right. Larry Coker. I think Larry. Frank Gore. Frank Gore will run me over <laughs> if, like, if he's like giving a speech. I'm like sitting there watching some NBA basketball. I got. I got a funny. I got a funny story from Frank Gore. So Frank Gore, the same year that he was rehabbing his knee. I was rehabbing my knee as well because I had... You're always rehabbing. Yeah, man. Well, it's the story of an athlete. Weren't you a black belt? The story of my life as an athlete. You're a terrible black belt. You're always having to be injured. He was telling me about your black belt in the elevator. Oh, God. Black belt was way before. That's when I was kicking people's asses. Now, then after that... Now you're getting your ass kicked. Now, clearly, I'm getting my ass kicked. Yes. (laughs) Because I have to rehab a knee. This was uh, circa 2001, 2000... No, 2002. I'm rehabbing my knee because Frank Gore's Mm -hmm. rehabbing his knee at the same time and uh, at the same place. And uh, show up, start working on my knee. I look at, I look in the corner, and say, "Hey, man, that's Frank Gore. Pretty cool." I go up to talk to him. I swear to you, I don't know how I got through the conversation. <laughs> what do you it's, mean? It's tough to talk to Frank Gore. Well, I don't know. well, he's in the Dolphins now. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to hold a conversation with Frank Gore. Well, this is back in 2002. He, I'm sure he's a changed man. Yeah, he's a little he bit of a short and dry, or 
Yeah, a little short and dry, and you couldn't understand a damn word he was saying. (laughs) I honestly could not. (laughs) I was like, good luck. (laughs) All right, man. Uh, How's your knee? Good. Good. Well, I mean, that was 2002. Now, you know what? He's always been like that. And you know he's he's he, what nine, nine straight seasons of of a twelve hundred yards of total offense of running rushing right? and receiving he's still got it he's kind of like Dwayne Wade <laughs> he get a vintage performance Ooh. if we can get if we can get a few games of him with eighty yards rushing hundred yards rushing here and there that's a pretty solid, solid. backup right backup running back definitely goal line back you know to, to complement Kenya Drake could you see him starting though could you see him start not necessarily it's, 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 that doesn't matter anymore. Like, that's what I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, could you see him being, you know, the, gets the honorary starter? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it's all about who gets the most carries at the end of the day. Like, right. He, Frank Gore starts, it gets like five carries, but Kenya Drake gets 15, 17 carries. Kenya Drake's your, basically your starter, but like, right. I can also Frank see, Gore's starter name only, basically. I can also see Frank Gore getting 10 to 15 carries. He can, yes, he will, because Kenya Absolutely. Drake's not going to get you 20, 25 carries. I don't think right. you want Kenya Drake to get you 20. I don't think 20. you want to either. Right. He, needs his, he needs his legs. In order to be yeah. effective, like, he needs to be able to be out in open run. space and, yeah. and run. So, you know? uh, so Alana, how did you feel about JHI being traded to the Eagles? What was your thought? Because we're talking about Dolphins running backs. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty upset. I uh, do you do you? You're welcome, Philadelphia. Were you there? Were you there when? When I heard it in the middle of the day, remember it happened around like one in the afternoon. No, it was early in the morning. It was early it was in the morning. Early in the morning. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it was I, early. Yes, you're right. It was early in the morning because uh, Johnny O was just coming in. Johnny O. He was just coming in to work, and I was storming down the hallway, so angry to go talk to Laz about it. And he ran into me. He was like, "What's up? What's the matter?" And I was like, "They just traded a giant." No, she gets and crazy. I remember, I remember DJ Holiday. So upset. I remember, I remember like you and like Yelich got traded, and they, they were thinking oh. about trading him too. And you started freaking out. And you had like, no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no one has any idea what I'm talking about. I just go on little rants, and everyone just sits there and listens to me and nods their head like they know what I'm talking about. But I'm just That's kind of like what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whatever you say, Alana. I know. I know. It's what happens at home, too. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, 7.15, we've got... The big O. The big O. I wonder if people nod at him. When Stay he's tuned because we're going to talk. We're gonna, yeah, a lot of people nod. Yeah, we, we nod at you, big O. <laughs> NFL draft and maybe some baseball when we come back. Weekly sports drop. thought of a career in broadcasting? The Miami Media School can get you started in the exciting fields of television and radio. At MMS, instructors will train you on the latest digital audio and video equipment. You'll find out what it's like to really be on air when you host your own radio show on one of our internet radio stations. Just think about it. You can be working at a TV or radio station in 36 short weeks. Call MMS for more information at 305-728-1120. Again, that's 305-728-1120. The Miami Media School, where broadcasting careers begin. Hey, this is Jeff. 
Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right, East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best in Bahamian food, south, oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturdays. Stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corn beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cups, hot salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down. East of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the sports. Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return. Turn your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby bag ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Hey, we're back here on the weekly sports drop here in the studio with Robbie Campbell and Alana. I want to bring on a special guest. 
a heat homer, Miami guy. Love this guy. He's on uh, on the midday from 10 to 2 on 560 WQAM. Big O Orlando Alzagiri. Actually, for uh, I'm sorry. I can't do Orlando Alzagiri. I, I'm a Cuban. I got to say Orlando Alzugaray. Is that all right, Big O? Can there I say go. Alzugaray? There you go. All right, baby. That's fine, bro. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. At least you can do it the hard way. That's, uh, that's impressive. <laughs> well, with a name like Jasmani, I should be able to say Alzugaray without a problem, man. Claro que sí. Exactly. Thanks for joining us big o i appreciate it no problem hey real quick i want to jump into something because i know you're pretty passionate about this subject is the nfl the nfl draft i know the miami dolphins so let's just jump into the miami dolphins i know i know you see them picking up a a, an offensive guard in the first round right quentin nelson no i'm just kidding man no no i don't think i don't think i I don't think no first of all i don't even think nelson will get to them at number 11 because he's so highly regarded I doubt he'll get to 11 for them to pick him, uh, even though they, you know, they probably still could use him because I don't even know what we have right now as it is at that spot. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it's going to be guard. I think it's going to be something along a linebacker, cornerback, uh, something along the defense. Yeah, I can see them. I can see them going linebacker, maybe a Roquan Smith or a Tremaine, oh, a Tremaine Edmonds. Do you see? I mean, do they have any leverage in moving up in the draft? Maybe do they want to? Is there? A, I mean, is there a good enough player for them to move up and try to get something? Do they have any any picks, anything like that that would actually, uh, I mean, be be interesting for another team to to kind of look at and say, hey, maybe me might want well, only a quarterback. Do but mm-hmm. the, the problem is they don't have enough ammunition because Buffalo is uh, you know is right behind them and they could move up. They've got two first, two seconds. So they have more ammunition. Miami would be offering picks for next year along with their second-round pick uh, this year, and they would be offering a first next year and a second next year to move up to get to that quarterback, let's say, if uh, they want to move up uh, to uh, number, number six or something along those lines or, or, or in front of... Uh, or in front of Denver at number four or something like that, if they try to move up to those areas, they're going to have to pay a really steep price. And it really doesn't make any sense because they need so many players. There's so many players away that they're not one away. And you're also taking a gamble on some of these guys. This, this quarterback class, it, it's a nice class, but it's not one of those classes that when I sit there and I go, okay, this is a surefire guy, I feel like, Okay, this is going to be a John Elway. This is going to be you know an Andrew Luck type guy. No, I, I don't see that in any of these kind of cats. So I would not make that kind of move. They're better off taking the best player that falls to them at 11, and then in that second round or the third round, if there's a quarterback there, which I like the second wave of quarterbacks. I'm actually a fan of Mike White or Kyle Lauletta or Mason Rudolph. I would take a gamble on those guys in the second or third rounds. Now, I know, Big O, you would probably prefer not to take a quarterback at 11 or move up, but how do you feel like the Dolphins, what the Dolphins are thinking? Is Tannenbaum and Greer thinking along those same guys? And I know you've been hard on Ryan Tannehill. I don't think they are. No, I don't think they are unless Baker Mayfield or, or, or Josh Rosen fall to like, I don't know, nine or, or eight where they're right there and, you know, they're afraid that somebody else may move in uh, and they don't have to give up a lot to move up a couple of slots. Maybe they only give up a second-round pick or something like that to move up a couple of slots, and they've got to have Rosen or Mayfield. If one of those two guys slips, but if it's in the top six or something like that, 
I don't think that they're thinking of giving away the house uh, to move up. Now, if somebody falls out of that mix and it's really close to them and they only have to give up a pick to move up, I think that they'll do that uh, in order to do it. But outside of that, I think they're going to stay in their comfort zone and they're going to wait. And like I reported a few months ago, uh, Adam Gase likes Mike White from Western Kentucky. So he's one of those guys in that second wave of quarterbacks. So look for that name in the second day of the draft. Now, Big O, you go to the Senior Bowl every single year. That's, and Mike White played in the Senior Bowl and played really well. But my concern about the Senior Bowl when it comes to evaluating quarterbacks is that they have these, these rules that you're not allowed to blitz, you're not allowed to stunt. So kind of you're seeing these quarterbacks, especially Josh Allen, he lit it up in the Senior Bowl, but without real blitzes and real pass well, it's rush. very vanilla, right? Yeah, it's very fourth vanilla defense. defense. Yeah. Can you get a fair evaluation from that Senior Bowl game? Yeah, you can. You can get an evaluation because you get an evaluation all throughout oh, the, the practice, practice week yeah. where they where they do get pressured all the time, actually. And, and you'll know what a sack is already. And the best part about it is you get there and you haven't played with anybody. You also find out how quick a guy can adjust. Because sure, if you're playing with a guy all off season and all throughout the training camp and then throughout the season, hell, of course you're gonna have chemistry. You better have chemistry with the guy. But when you see a guy start you know, developing chemistry with, with, with guys he's never played with right away, that's something that also adds to that element. And Josh Allen, if you watch them all week, uh, he wasn't consistent. There were times where he didn't know where the ball was going and you would scratch your head. He had a good game, there's no doubt, but he didn't have the week that Kyle Lauletta had. Kyle Lauletta struggled the first day, which I always kind of throw out the first day because everybody has just come together and they've never played. And the second day on, he was accurate the entire week. So was Mike White. And they both had uh, games. In fact, Lauletta was the, was the, was the MVP of the game. Uh, in that in that game, so those guys and look, I saw the same thing out of Jimmy Garoppolo a year a few years back at the East West Shrine, and I was telling Dolphin fans, hey, this kid Jimmy Garoppolo, I like him. He could be a third, fourth rounder, but he got him an invite the next week to go to the Senior Bowl, and the rest is history. He blew up and went in the second round, and the rest is history. You saw him win, you know, his first five games with San Francisco. So you can see a lot when you see when you go to the Senior Bowl. Carr made a big impression on me, and I didn't watch Fresno football a lot, but when I saw him at the Senior Bowl, I said, you know, this is one of those kids that I like, and, you know, he's turned out to be all right, too. So you, you can see some stuff at the Senior Bowl from certain guys, and you can see where they're at. And you can tell last year Carson Wentz right away took over the entire week he was the leader. He was clearly the better quarterback than everybody else. And he had a helmet that nobody knew what it was from. You know, you had to look in your mouth, South Dakota, North Dakota State, where is this kid from? And, and, and it stood out above all the Trojans and the, and, the, and the Florida State Seminoles and the UMs and the Georgia Bulldogs and all those helmets and the Alabamas that we respect. There was the guy from a little school up north, and he was – you know, just dominating, standing out above all the other guys. So you, you see it. When you see talent, it comes through. And when it comes through all week long, that shows you consistency. Big O, perfect scenario. You're the Dolphins. Who is the number one player on your board? Who do you hope falls to 11 more than anybody in the, in the draft? Ro Roquan. Yeah. Roquan Smith yeah. is the guy that I would love to see, a linebacker that can run sideline to sideline, a lot like Jack did. A guy with just sick athleticism, 
Uh, I, I think that, that guy, along uh, with the kid we drafted last year, that I really like a lot, and unfortunately he got injured. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, he'll come back, and I think those two guys will give you a nice little base of uh, of linebackers that you can build on uh, for the future. Uh, Raquan McMillan and this kid would make one terrific pair. Uh, so Rokon would be my my ideal guy. The other guy would be Derwin James hmm. out of Florida State because then I can get a free safety in here. Uh, I'm not a TJ McDonald fan because he plays strong safety just like Rashad Jones. So they don't really have a lot of versatility back there. They don't have a guy that can play center field. And if you get let if you either get a Roquan or you get a Derwin James, you're going to get a guy that can cover a lot of the field, and that gives you a real advantage. What about as a fallback? Because every mock draft we've all seen has Roquan going to the Raiders, one pick before the Dolphins. What about a Tremaine right. Edmonds as a fallback, the son of a former Dolphin? Uh, I like Tremaine Edwin, Edmonds, but he's a major gamble because he's still really raw. He, he's one of those guys. He he reminds me a lot of Vernon Golston in a way. Wow. He's got all this ability, right? But it it it, it could be hit or miss. You, his he kind of gets lost in space at times because still the instincts haven't you know completely taken over. He hasn't really you know completely learned that position because he's still he's still so green. And so that's the thing about that kid that, you know, you love the physical ability, but you're going to, it's going to be coaches that are going to say, I can turn him into a great football player, but you don't know yet if he has the instincts of a great football player. He may have great talent. It reminds me, I'll give you an example, Tyler Johnson in a completely different sport. (laughs) Tyler Johnson is a kid that's got a lot of ability, explosive. But if you watch him, he's not really a good basketball player. He doesn't think like a basketball player. So he he lives off his athleticism and tries, you know, his shot isn't smooth, it isn't consistent. He doesn't he doesn't play consistent. Why? Because he doesn't really think naturally like a basketball player. It doesn't all come to him because he's got such athleticism, but he doesn't know how to harness it to become that guy. You don't know if Tremaine Edmonds is going to be able to harness it and become that guy. Roquan Smith is already there showing you that. So that's why I would take a chance on him. Rashawn Evans, the kid from Alabama, has already shown me that he is a linebacker. Now he's a later round, later in the round linebacker, middle to late part of the first round. But that's another guy that you look at, you don't have to think about it. Oh, is he? No, this guy's a natural linebacker. That's the thing with Tremaine. Tremaine, there's a little bit of a gamble. And you could end up paying the price like like the Jets did with Vernon Golston a few years back. They were in love with him. He was a freak of nature, but he never really had the football instincts that you needed to become a great football player. And, And that sometimes you're caught in the abyss, and then that's when you become a bad pick. Speaking of other of other sports. Let's go into uh, let's talk a little baseball because I know that you know Laro. Nobody wants to talk baseball with you. All these young kids don't watch baseball, man. I'm a baseball guy, right? I'm a, I'm a little bit older than these guys. <laughs> the the Miami Marlins. Now I'm, mm-hmm. I happen to be a Red Sox fan, um, and everybody gives me gives me crap for it. But I'm a Red Sox fan. But I do follow the Marlins. Is this is this trade? turning out to be a good one, the uh, the Stanton trade to the New York Yankees, because obviously, I mean, he's got 28 strikeouts in his 65 No, that doesn't mean anything. He's yeah. a slow, he's notoriously yeah. a slow starter. He'll, he'll get it going. I'm not worried about that. He's playing better on the road. 
just a, a comfort zone thing. He'll be fine. Uh, the Marlins haven't won anything. They have put themselves in a terrible, terrible position with the public, and we have no idea if they even know what they're doing. We don't know if they can trade. We don't know if they can draft. We don't know if they can develop. And we certainly don't know because it, it looks like they don't have the money anyway that in the end, if you develop a few guys, will you be able to sign them to long-term contracts? And we don't know that. Now, in a few years, they'll be rid of the bad contracts, the way in Chen's, uh, the Prados, the couple of the other contracts that they have. Uh, uh they, they got a couple of really bad contracts there that they've got to, you know, obviously expire because they won't be able to trade them because nobody's going to want those guys at that money. So they've got to wait for those contracts fire and that's why they had to supposedly get rid of some guys because they could they they could offset it if they didn't have that money to pay those guys that aren't even helping them out so we'll see down the line if they prove to us that they have money but right now jeter hasn't proven anything uh that he's competent enough to run a baseball team Big O, I know you've preached uh, back when Lauria was running the team that people should not be going to the games, and you were adamant that there should be not a single ticket sold, not a single Coke, or a single piece of merchandise bought when, when they were running the team. Right. Do you still preach that right. with Jeter and these guys? No, no, I don't because they're just incompetent. You know, they're broke <laughs> and incompetent. That's, that, I, I, that's, I, look, the Dolphins have been incompetent. I love them, and they're, they're just incompetent every year. The Panthers... I think they're now turning the corner because they're building a, a they're building a core that's going to last them for a long time. Their ownership group spent a lot of money. They they wasted not wasted they invested a lot of money on a core of players. They signed like seven different guys to six, seven, eight, nine year extensions. So they have committed the money to a core. That's what I want to see from the Marlins. But the, before, before these two owners and Talon, they were incompetent too. It wasn't that, you know, Loria, it was evil. Loria had no intentions on winning. Even when he designed this team right here, he backloaded all of the contracts. So, you know, the first three years of Stan's deal, he was paying $10 million a year. So he was, you know, getting a bargain. And so he was making his money. So, you know, and then he didn't care the, what he left in the wake because he was going to sell the team. So it's all pure evil. I can't support pure evil. Now, if you're incompetent, well, what can I do? I mean, baseball is incompetent. They had an opportunity not to give the team to Loria, and they gave it to Loria and ruined it for us. And now we had, you know, Jorge Mas waiting to buy the team who has, you know, this money, this family's local. They care about Miami. They represent Miami. And they're filthy rich. Well, you know, what a bonus. Well, great. No, baseball wanted the poster child. Right. They and all the wanted poster me. Child doesn't, sure, exactly. Yeah, the poster child wants to, you know, pay everything with green stamps. You know, why do you think he's leaving the roof open? Because he, he doesn't even want to pay for the AC. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> well, he, and he didn't even travel to New York with... Uh, well, then he said, cause it was, I think he was there, but he didn't go to the game because it said it would be too awkward. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> of course, because they were going to cheer him. Hey, thank you for Stanton. Way to go, Jeets. Yeah, the captain. Yeah, of course. Aye, aye, Do you imagine being in the stands, though, while they're booing Stanton? I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, well, I, and I get it. How much? He, how would he feel, right, if he's sitting in the stands and then and and they're booing, they're booing Stanton, or he or he hits a two run bomb? I mean, the emotions got to be all over the place, right? <laughs> Definitely. 
Yeah, but uh, pretty uh, pretty low class on the Yankees' part to be uh, booing the guy. The guy just got there. Give him a break. What do you think? If you know his history, just go back. Go, go learn it. Go to baseballreference.com and and learn. He just doesn't strike. He doesn't start off the season really on a hot start. He had a decent start last year, and I think. They, and then the years prior to that, he is. He has struggled pretty much in April. A lot of guys do that. I mean, they had a they had a guy in Mark Teixeira who constantly April and May Mark Teixeira would struggle to hit the Mendoza line, and then all of a sudden June come, came out and Teixeira was hitting 300 and ripping the ball over over the uh, left field wall. That that happens, man. It's just you know some guys are slow starters and and they get it going. Baseball's a long season. There's there's plenty of ups and downs. Your Boston Red Sox a few years back, I want to say, oh, I don't know, maybe six, seven years back or something, they started off like, I don't know, one and 18 or something like that. And everybody said, oh, it's over. And then they went on an incredible tear and got to first place. And then when they got back to September, they went back in the tank again. Yep. And, and it was like a season of hell for them because it was two, it was three different seasons. The first month, the middle part and the last month, and it was all a disaster, you know, at the end, at the beginning and the end for the Red Sox. I'm sure you remember the yeah. year I'm talking about. No, that, and that's baseball and, and, and for you, so, man. That's baseball for and, you. And man. that's baseball. That happens. <laughs> you can't explain it, you know. It's just the way it is. That's true. You got to hit a round ball with a round bat, and you have to hit it square. Imagine that. Imagine that. Right. And, that's, and it's true, though. And, and unfortunately, not always, the best team is not always – I mean, they got it right last year with Houston. I mean, they were the best team in baseball, but it's not always the best team that wins. I mean, any team that can get hot late, late on, right late at the mm-hmm. right time in October and in November, has a chance to win. And and yeah, I saw a Marlon fan the other day on Twitter. Is like, hey, they won one, and I go, yeah, it's great. Do the math. One out of every three guarantees you 54 wins and 108 losses, dude. Yeah, that sounds so, exciting. Yes, it's, it's not exciting. It's not exciting to win one out of three. Big O, is there any chance? Maybe, I mean, it's all looking gloom and doom right now, but is there, is there any chance, like the, what the Sixers have done three or four or five years from now, that this process actually turns out better for the Marlins? Well, brother, it all depends. If we have to, do they know how to draft? Mm-hmm. Do they know how to develop? And do they have the money? to sign people and keep them together. Those are the three elements that you and I and nobody really truly knows. They came in already with the impression that they don't have money, right? Mm -hmm, Because I'm sure Jorge Mas might have made some changes, but he would not have gutted the team because he would have cared about trying to sell something to Miami. Jeter did not. He chose to gut the team, have nothing to sell, no reason to go to the park because there's really no players you want to see right now. So now we have to go back to what we've done five other times. Watch this team reset and then see new players come through the pike and we got to see if they know how to develop those guys and turn them into good players. We have no idea, my brother. We're, We're talking about people that are untested in all of this. And throughout the history of time in all different sports, we have seen great players fail in coaching and management positions over and over and over again. Just because you're a great player does not make you a great executive or it makes you a great manager or coach, whatever it is. So, you know, none of us can really answer it. We can only go by our first impressions. And our first impressions tell us 
that right now they don't have the money to get things done. I don't know if they have the intelligence to overcome. Big O, game three tomorrow night. What's your feel? What's your prediction going down for the Heat and the Sixers? I love the Heat tomorrow, man. I really do because I think I, I, the reason why I picked the Heat in seven was pure experience. That's it. I know Philly is more talented. I'm not stupid. I'm uh, I'm realistic about what I'm seeing. They're longer. They're more athletic. They're younger, but they're green. And if there's one thing I've learned in my 51 years on this earth, that in the NBA playoffs. Youth does not always succeed. Once in a while, a young Magic team who had just incredible superstar, young superstars, can get you all the way to one point, and then they failed. But that's rare that even a young team gets that far. I don't put the Sixers in that Shaquille O'Neal, Andrew Hardaway, Nick Nick Anderson team that was just absolutely freaking loaded. Uh, I don't put them there. Uh, But they are really talented, but they have no experience. And you have some experience on the Miami Heat and some incredible experience with Dwayne Wade and the coach. That's mm-hmm. the other thing that we have to remember. Eric Spolstra has been a championship mm-hmm. assistant and a championship lead coach. And he proved that the other night. So he's going to know how to coach in and out of these situations. And nobody, but nobody in the NBA has had more changes in lineups over the last four years, okay, maybe six years, uh, than Eric Spolstra. That guy has adjusted to everything that's gone on, and he has been absolutely amazing. So I'm going to give the Heat the, the edge tomorrow night because they're going to have the home court advantage. The place is going to be nuts. The, these kids have never been in that kind of an environment, and the Heat is going to play tough. And I'm not sure yeah. if these Sixers have had enough milk in their bodies to put up with that toughness. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's an answer. From your mouth, yeah. God's ears. I'm not more convinced now that he's going to win tomorrow. <laughs> Definitely. Now he's going to take some action on it. Oh, no. Thank you, O. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much. Again, you can hear uh, the Big O Show middays on 560 WQAM from 10 to 2 and I know I butchered your whole all your all your Twitter handle and everything <laughs> tell me tell me where they can find you on Twitter don't worry about it <laughs> hey if they tune in to me every day for four hours I butcher a lot of things it's all good don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, right. butchering we're doing <laughs> thank you I appreciate it man you got it you guys be good out there thank you alright bye bye Oh man, great, great! He's, he's just such he a, loves. He loves. He's such a passionate guy yeah. about his about his teams that Love it. it's great, great to hear him talk because he brings it. He tells it how he tells it how it is. He sounds. Like I, I have a proposition, or for at you. least how he feels. It is. <laughs> yes. Right. I have a proposition, Jazz. Right. Since you know, since you know, we got Alana here. She made the excursion down here. Do we have to do? do we have to go to break one more time, or can we just keep? No, going? no. Let's go. Let's go. Because we have a lot of people commenting on the Facebook on the Facebook live. Oh, oh we boy. Do. Yeah. Well, oh, we got. He loves you, by the way. Who's Big Tony? Well, Big Tony, he's a regular, regular commenter on our. Yes. He, he used to be, I feel like I would have known then. Wait, only on Facebook? Only, yeah. only on Facebook. Okay, okay, regular, okay. You wouldn't know Big Tony. But you, okay. when you meet him, you'll see him like, wait, that's Big Tony. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy, he says, you know, first he, says he needs a haircut and I need to shave, which probably is, that is true, Big Tony. You know? Yeah, no, Robbie looks like a Neanderthal. Well, there's a reason for the reason why I'm not having a haircut. There's a reason for that. Uh, what is the reason? Well, you see. <laughs> Alana, by the way, do you, do you know what high school Robbie went to? What high school did Robbie go to? Yeah. Do you know? No. Jeez, nobody knows. So it's it's the biggest mystery in sports radio. <laughs> is what back to, the, back to the haircut. Back to the haircut story. Yeah, you go ahead and listen to the comments. But you see, I'm dying to get a haircut. But now, like I have a guy now who 
Like, I used to go to the barber. And now, I mean, obviously, there's a four-year stretch when I was in college that I didn't, I didn't go to the barber. I had haircuts for free. And now that now that I'm getting that haircuts for free again, I don't want to go back to the barber. But there's, like, a, there's like a, oh, I don't know how to say it. There's, like, he, he might be banned. And so we're trying to work it out so to res- let him resume cutting my hair again. This is really shady. Huh? Yeah, it's yeah. a little shady. <laughs> so I'm holding out. I'm trying. I'm, I'm not caving in. I'm going to the barber. Kind of in a lockout, and I'm not going to give in and go to the barber. He's in a I'm, haircut lockout. <laughs> haircut lockout. Yes, I'm waiting to see to, for this guy to get cleared my to goodness. be able to give me the, my my nice buzz cut again, and that that, that way they'll, they'll take a year for it to grow. Actually, it grows back in like a week. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll shave it all the way down like a zero, and it grows back in like a week. But I, I, I don't want to pay. I told you what you should do. You should shave off the bottom, right? Let the hair on the top go grow out and just get a little a little uh, man bun going, man. Well, well I'm, not, I'm not doing the the, the, the the guy from Houston. What's his name? Ray. Something Rob Gray. Gray. Rob Gray. Rob Gray. Rob Gray. Rob Gray. Known his name better if Michigan didn't make that shot and they didn't be playing, making a deep run of the tournament. You're right. But you, listen, you no, can leave the I'm beard. Gonna, I'm going to do Isaac I'm going to go full Isaac Hayes. I'm going to do a f- complete shave the head and leave, leave the beard. Yeah, That's what I'm You got to trim the beard, bro. Yeah. You got to trim the beard. You don't want to look like a. Like a hooligan, <laughs> he says. He, he says he thinks a lot like Big O. He says he agrees with them a lot. He says he would, he loves to say he loves yeah, Roquan maybe, Smith maybe, and he loves. Uh, maybe we'll have Big O again on the show. Know, he's maybe, great. Well, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's gonna be working the draft broadcast too. So I wanted to ask him. Be. I wanted to ask him what he would do. But I'm pretty sure he's like, dude, I'm, I'm working the broadcast. I'm not gonna be able to watch the Heat game if there's a game six. That's true. No, he. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, oh, actually, Leroy Hoard's it's him and Leroy. It's now, him and Leroy together. That's going to be it? interesting. Yeah. That's him and Leroy are working, I think, from the Hard Rock or, or from Game Time. Uh, David Busters. David Busters. Or David. Busters. Or yeah. One of those is David Busters. And David Busters in Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. so I, think, I think they're going to be working the, the uh, draft together. That should be interesting. That's going to be fun. Definitely. And a lot of, you know, yeah, they lot. both have strong, strong points of view, uh, strong opinions. And, yeah. you know, they're, they're passionate about, about football. So that should be, that should be interesting. I can only to imagine. Hear. I'll right. be really excited to hear that. Um, where, where were the other comments? I know other people other than Big Tony were commenting on the on on, on, the, on the on the Facebook. I must have missed. It. I'm trying to read those comments. Yeah, the, most of the might get more views. Yeah. We but, might get more views, more people listening if we bring a lot on. Most of the comments are like we, that you're bringing up our ratings. Our ratings would be in the complete tank if it wasn't for you being on here. No kidding, man. Say some wow. stuff because it looks like wow. you. Do. I know, Alana. Okay. Where are you going to be watching I'm the draft? Just, I'm, I'm flustered. Um, I'm flustered. I don't know what now, to do. And I, know, now I know what I feel like when you know when I get flustered. You know, and I, I can see me in reverse. Oh, my God. <laughs> but go ahead. No, um, I usually like to watch. My, if, I, if it's an important game, if it's something, you know, that I really want to pay attention to, I won't go out. I'll just I'll, I'll stay home. I'll watch it, analyze it, you know, d- do my own ritual. I have, you know, little soda or beer or whatever and little snacks and watch it the game by myself yell at the tv by myself and all of that good stuff or maybe i'll go to my parents house i'll watch it with my dad even the draft mm. you yell you yell at the tv even in the draft no not at the draft yeah, it's, it's more the games right it's more the games this dan white keeps commenting like he just replied yes who's this most dan white guy yeah who's dan white Dan White used yeah, to I know, be. I know who Dan White is. I know who Dan White is. You don't know Dan White, man? I he used to work with yeah, us. Yeah, I know who Dan White is. He is the brother of the infamous Steve White. Oh, uh, remember Steve White? Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. Steve White. He used to, used to, used to teach her. Did he? Yeah. Ah, look at that. Yeah. Big shout out to Dan White. What's up, Danny boy? <laughs> <laughs> we love He's, you, Dan. I miss Dan. Steve White, a radio legend. Yeah, radio Some legend, Steve White. Yeah. yeah. Dan, 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 Danny's a degenerate just like you. He's man. A degenerate. Yeah. <laughs> Strong possibility. But it's, possibility. Right, it's all right. If he's listening now, that means our ratings are high, man. Well, we're mean, doing something right. Well, we are doing so we, we brought her in here. That's yeah. that's what we're doing. That's what we've done right so far. The only I think thing. I think the next the show we thing. need to. I told uh, you. 
I told you, I need to come in every yeah, week. You need, you need to. It's going to be Alana's show eventually. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. That, is what, that is what's going to happen. It's going to be the sports shop. Did you see the edit that I made today I did on Instagram? Oh, man, I should have seen it. You, you need to see my story on Instagram. It says the weekly sports shop with Jazz Santana. And then I put and Robbie and Alana really big. <laughs> really that's big. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I'm down for it. I'm down so for it. So basically, I'm eventually going to cross out with Jazz Santana and I'm just going to put Alana. Why? Why, really can't you sc- uh, why can't you cross out Robbie instead? <laughs> Well, I mean, what the hell, man. I'm still gonna be here. I mean, it's not. It's it's not the it's the Dan Levitard show with Stu God. It's not the Dan Levitard with Stu God and Mike Ryan and Roy and Chris and all those other guys. We're here, Mo yeah. and Alice. Yeah, she's Dan Levitard. We're not none of us are Stu God. Exactly. Right. Well, you, you guys can be the, the uh, instead of the shipping container. You can be the uh, the no, nah. I know what you were gonna say. I'm glad you didn't say it. Uh, I wouldn't know. Be my backup dancers. That's right. Oh, like, like Jennifer Lopez. I'll take yes. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Alana, next be. week you got to come on if you want. We can well, we can get you. Yeah, we can get you talking game. a little bit more. This is what I have to deal with. He'll go off into his own little thing and start checking out games and and scores because he's probably got action on him. Right. Again, yeah, I mean, the, Robbie. The, the Cavs are eight point favorites. I have my well. The Cavs are up by eleven. Nine oh four left in the second quarter. Oh, game over. Game over. Yeah, I mean, I, I think everyone expected the Cavs to bounce back the way that they did. I'm sure they will. It's game two, you know, they don't want to lose both of the games at home. That's a good now, but to not have balance back. Yeah, LeBron's going to have one of those days. He's, he's going to have a big game. I mean, I want to see I how many, let me see how many yeah. points LeBron has scored. He's got 11 points. You're right, he does uh, have 11 points. I don't points. know. Does he? Oh, are you making that up? Oh, I thought yeah. that you actually looked it up. No. <laughs> I was just he having was an just argument the other night. Oh, whoa, guess how many points he does not have 11. I'll right. say that. How many? 20. What? Yeah, 20 huh? points, 9 of 12. 20 of his 36 points. So LeBron's like, you know, we got to win this game. I got to score 20 points. Right. We're in the quarter of the game. <laughs> They're going to win 97 to 70, and it's going to be LeBron had 78 points. <laughs> yeah, on his pace, that's what it's looking like. Yeah, I mean, he has, no, he has no, no supporting cast there. Let's just be honest. Think he's, think he's leaving, Alana? Do you want him back here? <laughs> um, no. no, he can stay. That's what I thought. That's what I like that. She's part of the petty. She's part of the I team am petty. Queen yeah, petty. Yeah. Queen when petty. It yeah, comes, team petty. Team petty. When for it sure. comes to the heat, and okay, those are my babies. That that's my team. This, Miami in general. That's a me. Okay. That's a no. <laughs> okay. This was your college years. Congrats. You gave us two championships. Thank you for that's that. Nope. What, what if you want some masters? Bye. No, no, no. He can go get, usually you go somewhere else to get a masters. <laughs> right? I want to thank uh, Ethan Skolnick for coming on the show. I also want to thank Orlando Alzagari. Asugarai. Big O <laughs> from uh, 560 WQAM. You can follow the uh, sports, uh, the, um, you can follow us on SoundCloud. The podcast will be up. I always do this. I always screw this up. We've done, we've done a lot of screwing up today. We have. She hasn't done a lot of screwing no, up. We she have. Hasn't. I know, I know. But so wait, you should let me read wait until you start talking a little bit more. You'll there see. There we go. You'll start screwing up a little bit. I know. SoundCloud, search the weekly sports drop on iTunes as well. Search the weekly sports drop. You can follow us on uh, every Friday usually, but we'll do some extra shows on sportsovertime.com. By the way, Dan White says me and her are the most knowledgeable. She didn't mention, he didn't mention yeah, you. Dan White's a scumbag. Um, <laughs> He's an FSU fan. You can't take him at his word. Oh, yeah. um, this is true. So, again, I was DeAndre Francois news that they raided his house. Yeah, he's a moron. DeAndre Francois. They, like, they found like a little bit less of a... Less than an ounce. Less yeah, than an ounce. Less than an ounce. Who cares? Who plays? I, hope he, I hope he suits up and plays because, you know, they, he didn't play last year. Right. And everyone there's like, oh, bro, Francois didn't play. That's why we lost, bro. Now, now, now I want to right. see him on the field. I want, to lose. I want to see him out next year. Instagram is the weekly, just search the weekly sports drop also. On Twitter, it's at sports drop jocks. Again, thank you, Robbie. 
for coming out and being a degenerate. What else was I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know what else better to do. Exactly. exactly. But then you said she was coming, so I'm like, oh, I had to come. Of you know? course. Uh, and act all, and act all crazy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> exactly. Thank you to the wonderful Alana Alfonso for being on the show with us today. Aww. And um, That was very nice. We'll be back next week, though. It'll that was be f- very nice. It- we will be back, we'll, and we'll- I'll be here. Go, we got the big heat game tomorrow. Oh, no, wait, wait, what, got the what draft next week? week? I don't know. We'll probably do it on what, Wednesday or what something. Day of the week? Well, well it, can't be thir- it can't be Thursday. It can't be Thursday. No. I, 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 I got to get in my zone for the draft. And if there's a game six, I got to go double zone. Get it. I got to get in the vote for game six and for the draft. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>